We're back in the studio. Wimty 52. 52 times. If we were on our if we were on our weekly schedule, that'd be a year. We're behind schedule, Shane. We are. But that's okay. Um, my guest today is uh, Michael Flato. What a signature. That's that's a good looking signature, man. It's gorgeous. Yeah. He's, he's government work, man. Yeah. Yeah, my the only person I think has a has a nicer signature is my brother. My brother has a pretty nice signature. You check this one out. Oh, that is red. Yeah, yeah. it looks good. Looks good. It looks like a good signature. Mine's awful. Mine's dope. I like mine. <laughs> my signature's dope. <laughs> I have the best signatures. I worked. I worked on that one hard. But uh, but anyway, my guess is Mike Flato, not Flatow. Not Flater. Um, does a lot of things that you'll learn about. Uh, I've been trying to get him in here since we first started this this show, so I was glad to finally uh, get a, get get some free time out of him and uh, welcome him over here to the studio. So uh, please join me in welcoming Mr. Michael Flato. Uh, we also will be having a Christmas episode next week. Special Christmas special. Uh, Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we have some surprises coming at you for it. We won't talk about it too much, but we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun with it. And uh, yeah, hope everyone. Uh, has a great holiday season. I don't. Do I know anybody who doesn't celebrate Christmas? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know anybody who doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't know. I feel even my non-Christian friends do. I celebrate Christmas. No. Yeah, I. I'm not. I like the lights. I like lights. Yeah, but I don't like the holiday. Mm-mm. It's like, I, it's like I, bullshit because I'm always like poor this time of year. Oh yeah. I got a buy a bunch of presents and shit yep. you gotta go hard you can't yeah. give people bullshit God, dude I just dropped so much money last night, like, <laughs> no last night? oh yeah yeah man I spent a lot of money yesterday I think maybe that's why I was having a bad day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe that's all it was I was like no man it's just like this seasonal seasonal what is it uh, the yeah, seasonal yeah, depression I was like no dude it's cause you I, spent hundreds of dollars oh yeah it's a, it, 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 like, I had like build it up I think I finally like hit like you know like, yes Amazon I do want to spend that much fucking money at 4am <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, yeah, because even a lot of the prime stuff they aren't they aren't doing two day on now because it's so backed up. No, I mean, so all I didn't. Stuff's fine. I, I didn't get two day on all my shit. Oh really? I got nah, man. All one of mine's is December twenty fourth. Oh, is the cutting it close? Better, better be there. That's dick. You're make that's that you that's UPS man's gonna be pissed at you, dude. I'm. I don't, man. I didn't make the rules. I'm, I wanted it in two days with my prime. But, uh, but anyway, everyone have a good Christmas. Thank you for listening. Michael Flato, episode 52. Oh, there we go. Episode 52, whatever it means to you, podcast. I guess today's Mike Flaytow. 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 Flaytizzle. Flaytow. Do people have a hard time with your... Oh my goodness, you don't even know. It's Flaytow, right? Flaytow. Uh, like a O. Yeah, like... I, see, even I messed it up. I call you Flaytow. It's all good. But I like that. But, yeah, <laughs> I think Flaytow has a... You know, it's got a different ring to it. Yeah, so there's a guy I work with, and he'll straight up see me down the hall, and he'll just be like, Flaytow! <laughs> <laughs> So, you're like, yep, I work on bass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's crazy, man. And then my, my previous supervisor, uh, I'm kind of glad I left because 
I worked for him for two years and he still didn't know how to pronounce my name right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's almost a military environment, right? Where you work? Is it? I mean, yeah. it's probably a lot of, of, of ex-military people as well, right? Yeah, it is. So, um, I guess so our listeners know what, what we're talking about. You're talking about your day job, which is? I'm a mechanical engineer on Eglin Air Force Base. <laughs> That's right. So you're like a whiz. Engineers are the are by far the most interesting people. Some of the we were having a conversation at lunch today. Uh, Corey Cooper's an engineer, and that dude's a madman. He's a, like a a genius, like insane genius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's okay, de- you guys are smart. Well, there's definitely different breeds. Like yeah. there's a whole 99 percent of engineers pretty much would only look at their feet in conversation. Won't make eye contact. Great with numbers. Terrible with people. Yeah. But then you have some engineers that... Did you have to coach yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy it's because... you seem to be doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've always been, uh, I guess, both left and right brained, if you will. You know, I have that creative side as well. There's a lot of engineers that are really good with numbers, but not good with with that creativity side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that has to be difficult then. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an interesting it's, work environment. Yeah. Well, when you have brief briefings and you have this genius that needs to give a briefing, but he can't do anything but keep his hands in his pockets and look down at the ground. It's not very good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you have quite a few interesting things about you as well. Um, so just so people understand your story, you grew up where in the Tampa area, yep. right? Yep. Born and raised in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. And then, uh, after high school, you went to the Florida State University. The Florida State University. And what a lot of people don't know, what I find most interesting about you, is you were on a scholarship, correct? I wasn't on a scholarship, but... Like, you got, they had to have taken care of something, right? <laughs> He's... Okay, what? Florida State... The Florida State University is the only college that has a circus. A full three-ring circus. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a circus. And he was, like, the star of the show. <laughs> I don't know if I'd yeah. go as far as star, but I definitely played a big part in it. Yeah, he's like, like you should. Um, I I did I did ringmaster for uh, for three of the five years I was there. What? In fact, one of the main reasons that I stayed at Florida State to get my masters was because I wanted two more years to do circus. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so how did you how did you get into that? So just like uh, most post-adolescent young men I got into it because of an of a woman okay so (laughs) I met this girl uh you know we we started dating she was in the circus I was like well I want to do the circus too and then (laughs) and that was that yeah and and then it was awesome (laughs) so you went did you go to Florida State when did you do the circus your first year there or you met her she was involved in the circus and you're like I'm gonna do circus right Okay, so what? How is there a selection process? Did you have to try out? Like- so, so back when when I first joined, they actually were having a hard time recruiting specifically men because you know circus had been seen as yeah you know acrobats. We there was a lot of women that would do it because of uh, gymnasts and dancers and mm. stuff like that. But um, you know Cirque du Soleil wasn't as big as it is now so you know people were like oh circus what do you do play with the elephants you know it was all like a joke and uh so they had a hard time recruiting guys and uh so I went in and they just kind of started assigning stuff to me they'd 
taught me how to juggle. I caught onto it really quickly, and instantly that year I was performing juggling in front of a thousand people. What so, did you What did you juggle? Did uh, you juggle uh, different items? Uh, mainly clubs. So so it was me and and another person. I had a partner, and we did this whole routine, this act or whatever, where she was the straight person and I was the quote unquote clown and mm -hmm. I'd come out and kind of make a fool of myself. And we did this whole like back and forth thing with uh, juggling clubs and a hat and all kinds of, um, hijinks. Can you still do it? Can you still juggle like that? Oh, hundred percent. How many, how many can you do at a time? Um, I mean, juggling clubs, I, I, I do, I can do four, um, myself, but, uh, most of the stuff that I did was with a partner. So, you know, I think that we can do like, I want to say nine in the year at the same time. <laughs> Were do we have elephants? something? Do we have anything? Were there, you... did you, were there animals in the circus? No, we. It, it was a, a purely acrobatic. Um, Can you do bottles of water? Yeah. Hey, snatch some bottles of water, man! I want to see this shit. <laughs> this is gonna be great footage for our listeners. Yeah, pull, That's right. Pull your phone out. <laughs> You'll have to use yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, imagination yeah, yeah. Good for call. this. Where's your phone? Yeah, if you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, whatever it means to you, or Wimty underscore podcast. This is why I should always carry juggling items in my car at all times. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's see. You gonna be good? I hope so. All right. Let's see. All right, let's go. Boom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Those are regulation water bottles. <laughs> I've Only the been, best. I've always been impressed by jugglers. I can't do that shit. Me either. But I never, to be honest, I never put like put the time I, in. I did. I tried because you start with like, the the cloths just because so you can get the movement mm -hmm. going, and I never got the cloths. Out. Yeah, that's like like uh, like a little tissues. Tissues. Oh. Yeah. Tissues. It's like a training. Yeah. No, they just fall they're made slowly. just for that. Mm -hmm. No, no, you use it for any. You can go to fucking Walmart and get Kleenexes, and it's oh. just, it's just to get your, uh, you know. I don't know just hand terms. I did. Uh, I'm not a juggler, your right? motor skills yeah. tuned <laughs> hand, hand eye, eye. Hand eye. Yeah. yeah there you go yeah couldn't do it that's that is a technical juggling term so. yeah for me it was always um i would try it and i'd be like oh, i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was it i mean i think my juggling attempts might be in the single digits nice but yeah so at florida state they have um essentially it's a one credit class that counts for like a physical education course um, and it's intro to circus arts. And the whole point is they get new people out there. They teach you all about what they do, how they do it, because everything is run by the students there. So that means when the tent goes up, the students are out there pulling on ropes, lifting that thing up in the air. Uh, when all the rigging goes up, all the, um, all the equipment, the students are climbing up the ladders, you know, 25, 30 feet up in the air with nothing holding on to them laying across a thin bar of metal reaching out and hanging up a a 30 40 pound bar wow. with cables and then climbing back down and you know you're doing that in between other acts so it's dark they don't want the audience to see you so you're doing all this stuff trying to get it done real quick and i mean it's just nuts i mean probably if I hadn't done it then, I would never have the balls to do that kind of stuff right now. <laughs> no, I bet. I bet. 
Um, so what else did you do aside from juggling? Um, so I did double trapeze. So it's a stationary trapeze act that I did with a partner. Um, essentially, I'd throw around, catch her, and do all kinds of stuff. Like swinging? Is that the way you swing from um, It's So it's stationary. Okay. So uh, it's just hanging there. And then I the things that move are, are us. So the two acrobats do stuff in okay. the air. But, uh, you know, it's funny because people are like, oh, whatever, there's a net. Well, you know what? The net has a lot of holes in it. And you know what you see between those holes? The ground. Yeah. It's still scary as crap the first time oh, you get up there. And the second and third and pretty much always. Can you walk a tightrope? Uh, very poorly. Yeah. Um, but you could probably get from one end to the other? Uh, it depends on what I have to help me. Okay. <laughs> uh, when I went to um, to Yosemite, there were some there was like this peak that was like 9,000 feet and there's people walking, oh, doing, the doing slack lining across it. And I almost died. I thought I was going to die. Wow. Like just watching them. I almost had a heart attack. Like I was freaking the fuck out like yeah. really badly. I couldn't believe it though. Then you walk and you look down and sure as shit, it's straight a down. mile, yeah. a mile down easily, if not more. Yeah. So that's funny because you know, we were doing slack line and, and, circus arts or whatever for years and years and years and then all of a sudden i start seeing people like doing it recreationally being like hey yeah shit's catching on the wooks love it <laughs> the wooks love it <laughs> this is true <laughs> <laughs> they're they're heady they're, they're heady and heavy out in california out in california way out of yosemite they're all over the place it was weird i thought i was at a music festival yeah but yeah, I mean, the circus was a great time. Uh, I got to travel a bunch. We, uh, my first summer in, uh, we went to the Cayman Islands for 10 days. So imagine being, shoot, what was I like? 21 years old, going with 24 year best friends to the Cayman Islands, getting per diem for 10 days. And yeah. like, yeah, you worked hard during the day, but you had all night and everything else to do whatever the hell that you wanted. Yeah, and I bet it was and, probably the the male to female ratio is probably pretty good too. Oh yeah, right? yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. So uh, it was about two to one. Yeah. So, you know, that was that was solid. <laughs> but and then you know another cool thing about that is being college age and in the Caymans, eighteen and up is legal drinking age. So you have all these people that couldn't drink legally, and you go there, and then it's like, hey, fair game for everybody. Yeah, it's chaos. Yeah. Mad chaos, <laughs> lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, so you so you get your master's degree from FSU, yeah. Yeah. And um, did you had you been playing your whole life as well, or so, when, when did you start playing music? <clears throat> so when I was twelve years old, I got a hand me down bass. Um, I mean, it was a ramshackle pieced together thing that, um, like a a cousin, distant cousin, gave me. Um, actually, it's funny because he was in a band called Water Dog, and that band um, kind of dis dismembered uh it was from the tampa area dismembered and then reassembled in gainesville as um sister hazel oh so <laughs> so it's kind of crazy my cousin like was in a band with all those guys yeah but um but, but so, not sister hazel no so he doesn't have that mailbox money no unfortunately <laughs> he doesn't you know um yeah the none of, none of the songs by water dog made a big hit unfortunately <laughs> but uh but so anyways, I got that bass. I mean, the action on it was like over an inch. And I just thought, damn, playing the bass is hard, you know, until I got like my first real bass. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the strings are the right distance from the neck. And I'm like, holy crap, I can actually do this and relatively easily. So, mm -hmm. uh, 
yeah, you know, started when I was 12, had a pop punk band in high school, like I'm sure a lot of musicians I, did. I did. I was, yeah, in, a, I was right. in a Christian pop punk band. Oh, awesome. What was the name of your pop punk band? Agent 23. Agent 23. That's right. And I was the front man. Do you have any demos? Oh, man, I actually, I, I do at home. I'd like to hear them. I want to hear them. <laughs> I mean, it was really bad, like recorded on like, uh, like tape, like mm-hmm. tape deck tape like four track four track like tascam like the tascam four track oh yeah you buy for 150 bucks and oh yeah oh yeah i don't even know who we got it from because we didn't buy it it just like showed up at our at our practice one day my drummer was like hey i I got this thing we should try it (laughs) like sweet oh that's great i didn't know you were in a i didn't i don't think we've had that conversation before yeah i don't know if i don't know if we did yeah but it was great we played at the brass mug in tampa which is a a good cd place for punk music okay I've, it's been, still I've been to Janus. Oh, I mean, nothing, nothing yeah. that big. Yeah, Janus is is way, way too. And I saw a pop punk band there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it was like Saves the Day. Oh yeah, I saw it. I, I saw I saw uh, Gutter Mouth out at the Palace out in that's right around the corner from Janus Landing. I remember Gutter Mouth for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, that band had to quit because you had to go to college yeah i mean you know it was just one of those high school yeah fun bands you know you got together with some of your buddies and complained about you know important things like your teachers being a dick and <laughs> you know all those things that you cared about in high school you know the girl not paying attention to you whatever it was and uh you know made some really bad music but had a lot of fun doing it yeah my mom used to tell me all the time in high school that i was anti-establishment she'd be like you're anti-establishment like that's a bad thing like, you know i still am you know easy now i thought we weren't going to talk politics no it's a, that's not we're punk rock that's right. <laughs> yeah um so so anyway so you finish your master's degree yeah you become an engineer yeah so yeah so it was in my master's when i actually um it was the summer before i started my master's program that i um jumped into a band in college called mujabaka and uh it was led by carly cermak um and i played with her for a long time um with that band we played like four years toured through uh, I say toured, but we, you know, had a couple short weekend tours through uh, Florida mm-hmm. and Georgia, stuff like that. Mainly just played, you know, within an hour radius or so of Tallahassee for, for a long time. But uh, had a lot of fun doing that. Um, made two albums with that band. Uh, and uh, in the middle in the middle of that tenure, I got a job out in good old Crestview about an hour and 45 minutes uh, west of Tallahassee for those listeners out there that don't know our Redneck Riviera. Yeah. But uh, so for, for about two years, I was making the trip back and forth from Tallahassee to, to Crestview on weekends to play shows. And um, my now wife, then girlfriend, lived there too. So traveling back for that too. Oh, she was in Tallahassee yep. at the time? Yeah, yeah, she was finishing up her degree. So Where did you work in Crestview? I uh, worked at AIC, um, Aerospace Integration Corporation. Is that that? Like is that off Airport Road back there? Uh, yeah. Back right by the yeah, airport? Yep, right by Bob Sykes Airport. Yeah. Like where um, s- Centrobe or something was there, I think. Yeah. Call they, center. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, yep. Aerospace, Crestview Aerospace, I think it is now or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Yeah, so now you're on Eglin, right? Yep, now I'm on Eglin now. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, you know, I was commuting for about two years, and then eventually that band broke up after we went through a few different members and stuff and started a new band here with um, with my buddy Chavis on guitar, Raquel on drums, and uh, we needed a vocalist, and I was like, hey, I know somebody that can sing. So I drug Ka- uh, Carly from that previous band, drug her from Tallahassee out, two hours west and made her start making the drive instead how did you and chavis hook up uh so back in the day we used to have these things in the area called jam night and it wasn't this open mic night thing where people would write their name on a list and they'd get up and sing a couple jimmy buffett songs or whatever i mean you just had like real musicians from the area get up there and get on an instrument and just wail and play and it was it was nuts it was uh, you know, improvisation to the max. You were trying to do what you could to keep up when you couldn't, and it made you a better musician overnight. I mean, it was amazing. The music scene was killer. And uh, Chavis used to host jam night at uh, at the old Funky Blue Shack, which is now an auto zone. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. It hurts every time I jump by there. For everyone. Anyway. So you met at the Open Jam. Yep. Um, was that, I think, I was working there during some of that, right? It was back before they blew out the wall, when it was okay. like old funkies, mm-hmm. super skinny, super small, super awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, when it was just the, like, that the Half that room. That, the, yeah, just like the shotgun, and that was the whole Yeah, that was the first time I worked there. I worked there twice. Mm-hmm. I worked there in... Um, like oh five or oh six, I bartended a little bit there, and um, and I worked in the kitchen as well. Mm-hmm. Just like late night, it was awesome. No one would order late night food, so I just sit back there and read books. <laughs> nice, <laughs> it was great. I'd come out and check out the music for a little bit, and then I just go back in there and read books again. Right. But uh, but that was great. And then I I left for about four years, and then came back and started working there again, like in two thousand eleven or twelve, something like that. Yeah, that was probably about the time frame. I want to say that, you know, New Earth Army, I think, started in 2011, so this would have been 2010 time frame, mm-hmm. probably, when I met Chavis. Because it's funny, when I first met him, he didn't want to do anything but blues. He wanted to do just straight blues, and that was it. And, um, you know, at the time, playing with Regal, he has a lot of Latin influences and uh, prog rock influences and stuff, and so we were doing a lot of stuff that wasn't just blues. And... Um, Actually, it's kind of crazy. Chavis was in a band with Moe's from Hotel Oscar and whatever the, the name of the thing he's doing now is. Um, and it was like this super band with him and with um, with John, uh, the guy that played drums with Dread Clampett. And, uh, man, what was that? Her name was like Haley or something like that. She played violin. I don't I don't. I don't know, but anyways, it was like this super band of like killer musicians, and Chavis was in that band, and so at first, our band was the side project, and then something happened where, you know, they had a meltdown in practice, and it was like, that's it, gigs canceled, blah, 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 whatever, Chavis comes to us the next day, and he's like, hey, so we got a couple dates available, if you guys <laughs> think we can be ready by in, in two weeks to play these shows at Funky's. And so that's how New Earth Army got our first show. What was the name of that other band? Oh, man, I wish I could remember. 
I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm, I'm sure. I know Travis knows, but I don't remember. They, yeah. I, it's the best band that never played a show. Oh, they never had. No. They never had dates. No, it was before Hotel Oscar started. Yeah, and so. Like when Hotel Oscar started, and they were they started playing a lot of the songs that Chavis knew from mm-hmm. playing in that band with Moe's. Yeah, I thought, man, I thought Hotel Oscar was a really good band. Um, oh, I thought they were a fantastic band. <clears throat> yeah, I'm uh, even I I liked them uh, the best. I mean, even though Isaac's freaking amazing, yeah. I liked them the best when it was just Clint, Joe, just that three piece, simple, simple, stripped down, rock, you know, yeah, roots it was good. It was good. really good. It was good. Like I remember first seeing them, I was like, "Man, this kind of like it just it just had such a great, just a unique sound and just so many great influences on it." I mean, it was southern rock, but it was funky and it was mm-hmm. rock and roll. It was indie. It was like Kings of Leon, you know? Like it was, I don't know. It was just yeah. It was, it was really. I, crazy. I mean, I, I was sure that they were going to be famous. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I thought so. I thought they had a shot for sure. I was like, the, you, you know, for sure. I thought they were um, the. You know, they and and for a while on the on the local scene, they were kind of the stars too. They were, they were, they yeah. were bringing big big crowds and commanding top dollar. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, crazy. This we've had we have had some great bands come through though. Oh yeah. If you look at it. Um. But, yeah, uh, and a lot of them have played Revfest. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I like what I like that's that transition. Right. That's there. right. Um. So, uh, where are we on that, man? Um, so this year, you know, I mean, it's in works, uh, seven, seventh year coming up, um, still ironing out a date cause there's a, a couple other conflicting things happening and that haven't been announced yet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until that, those dates get announced before I settle on it. But right now, tentatively, we're looking at April 13th, mm-hmm. which is, uh, the second Saturday in April. Great. Great. Well, hopefully you hear it here first. You know, April thirteenth, we'll, we'll we'll put it out there too when you uh, when you confirm it. That's right. Yeah, we don't want people to listen to this and then showing up wherever it's gonna be <laughs> on April thirteenth if it's not. That's right. I mean, so, like, hey, do you hey, think you'll have it at the same spot? Yeah, yeah. If we, I mean, we've we've had a really good relationship with uh, with Mike Parker at Casey Sandbar. And, yeah. Um, you know, we got that dude's out of his mind. You know, he he's definitely different to work with, but once once you understand him and he trusts you. I mean, he's yeah. he's really great. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes he still wants me, makes me want to like jump through a window. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, he he really is a, a good dude when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. No yeah. matter how crazy he can be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We don't. I, I've worked with him a little bit. Yeah, not a not an insane amount. Yeah, no. I I definitely know people that that have have struggled working with with him and working for him. So I can definitely un- understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any uh, any ideas of uh, some bands this year? Well, I mean, do you feel that the, the shaking? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that shaking? It might be me. Are you shaking? No, I'm not. <laughs> Are you shaking? Right there. You feel that shit? I think it might be the semi truck driving down the road. It happens sometimes. I don't know, man. It's been it's been going on for like ten Earthquake. minutes. That's why I said something. Earthquake in Florida. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah, right here. it's crazy. My building's shaking, dude. Crazy. Uh, Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sure. Go ahead. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, nothing official yet. But, uh, you know, New Earth Army, uh, my band has been playing a lot with with John 
and uh, John uh, John on drums, and John also plays with this band called the Owsley Brothers, and the Owsley Brothers are making a resurgence uh, to our area. They're still around? They they went away for a while. Huh? Yeah, they just quit playing. I think right. Yeah, they did. They were... That was one of my favorite bands in this area. Yeah. Of all time, I try to book them so hard at Funkies. I'd put them on Friday, Saturday nights. Like, I mean, I've tried hard to get those, like, cats out there, and I just couldn't get a crowd for it. Yeah. Like, they are just kind of a little too out there, maybe. But, uh, and cats on Friday, Saturday night just wanted, you know, white boy reggae or <clears> some <throat> other bullshit. Mm. I like those cats. I'm glad. That's awesome. Yeah, so, hope, hoping to have them come back yet. Like I said, nothing official, but they're definitely one of the tops on my radar because, you know, they haven't been, they, they've been off the radar for a long time, so... I'd love to have him back again. Yeah, I like them. I like John, too. John's a good dude. Yeah, he is. So, funny story about John while we're talking about him. So, uh, like I said, John played for Dread Clampett. Before I moved out here, um, my wife, then girlfriend, um, she was, like, super into all the festival scene and all that kind of stuff. And so she went to Down on the Farm, which then became Bear Creek and all that. Mm -hmm. And she familiarized herself with this great – you know, bluegrass band called Dread Clampet. And she had all the CDs and everything like that. And she, like, gave them to me and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, this stuff's pretty good, you know. And so I move out here. I'm like, oh, these guys are, they're they're from this area. You know, I told her that. And she's all excited and everything. And so, I mean, she, like, st- straight up fan, right? So, you know, f- fast forward to this past summer. John is sitting in on drums for us. Uh, my wife makes it out to a show, brings her daughter. And I mean, her and John are just talking away after the show and all this stuff. And we're driving home and I, and I tell her, I was like, oh, you know, that that's John from Dread Clampet, right? And she was like, no, get out of here. And she's like, well, I'm glad you didn't say anything because I would have totally fangirled out. I oh, she's like that, she's yeah. that big of a fan. Yeah, That's seriously. cool, man. I like and that. that. That was awesome, you know? <laughs> and so I'm, I'm kind of glad that she got to bro- break the ice <clears throat> without knowing because now she knows him as a, a guy before, you know. Yeah. That kind of stuff is crazy, man. Like local fame is insane because it's, it's insane because I would be like, I'd be with the Imogene, the Imogene guys and, and gal, and I would see like... I'd see people walking and like like girls like getting all weird like no you go talk you go talk to him you go talk to him and I'm like bitch that's Anthony <laughs> you know <laughs> like, yeah you know like it's it's just so crazy because to them I mean you know, I've been across the nation multiple times with those with those guys in a you know right in a tin can yeah you know and it's just oh, yeah. it's crazy just to um to see that from the other end like when you actually like for you you know john really well right and, right right you know, and if your wife would have known she would have been like, yeah. fangirled out it's exactly. weird it is it's a weird, weird thing it's it is a very weird thing you know it's funny you uh because like with anthony um so i live out in crestview and i was going to uh Publix the other day and there's a gnc right next to Publix, and they're advertising for some bodybuilding competition and, and sure as shit there's a picture of anthony all <laughs> all you know buffed out and everything all you know like a bronze statue and everything (laughs) anthony's a strange breed man there aren't many like him he whatever he wants to do whatever he puts his mind to he does it and he does it way better than anybody else like he gets obsessed with it and and he just i mean that like just what he's what he's done to his body with his voice just the control he has like that's all that's all calculated that that's not just like you know some of it's a talent 
and, and natural ability, but that's all just, you know, learning to juggle, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know what exactly, I'm saying? Man, that's like, all it it's, is. it's crazy. Just how, um, when he's, when he said that he was going to like, he was like, oh, in a year I want to win a bodybuilding competition. I was like, Phew. all right, good luck. <laughs> like that dude. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then a year later he won it and then he went back and won the professional one. Yeah. It's that's crazy, nuts. Man. It's nuts, yeah. That guy's got some serious drive. So it was just a photo, or he's doing like modeling for GNC. No, it was a photo for a bodybuilding competition. Right, yeah. yeah. And he won the bodybuilding competition. Right. So all natural too. They make you take a lie detector test, um, and piss test you, and all that stuff. So you can't like through your whole training practice, you you aren't allowed to have ever taken anything that could be performance enhancing, like a steroid or anything. Well, that's good. Hundred percent natural. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. That shit's all over the place too, and I didn't realize that. Oh, because I would talk to, with Anthony about the gym and stuff, and he would tell me like almost everyone at the gym that he goes to has gone That's, through cycles. Wow. They cycle through that shit. That's nuts. And it's just commonplace. It's just a thing. I didn't know well, that. Steroids and yeah. Stuff? Well, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I just thought like I didn't know it was as rampant as it is. I don't think it's rampant. I mean, it's just a thing, right? I mean, because now there's I thought maybe you just go buy at GNC that they can't, you know, depending on what sport or what competition you're in, some count as it, some don't. Like, yeah. you know, it, hmm. it's all whatever that compound is. I mean, pretty much when I used to go to the gym, I just accepted the fact that I'd never bulk up and did my routine and was mm-hmm. done with it. <laughs> yeah, I I can. There was a time last year where I got pretty into it, but then I just start I started getting like big, and that wasn't the goal. The goal was to like, yeah and i was just getting fucking big so i was like okay i'm not gonna lift weights for a while i wish i still did um probably gonna start doing it again no, i just like run and ride my bike and shit yeah so, I, I just like sitting and eating right now so <laughs> I'm that's, with that too. that's kind of my my workout regiment i've been i've been into a lot of drinking beer too that's that's awesome like that what are you what are you into so right now my my latest kick is um so i've been traveling a lot for work and so i've been back on my kick of every time i go somewhere new i got to go to the new breweries and um so when i was in philly uh, my brother lives out there and his favorite spot is tired hands brewing company and it's crazy because it's like it's almost got a cult following the only way you can get their beer is at their brewery Mm -hmm. they don't I mean, they, they could distribute if they wanted to, but they don't. They have, like, four spots, and they make them in cans or whatever, limited releases on almost everything that they do. Um, they pioneered, I don't know if you've had a, uh, a milkshake IPA mm-hmm. style, but they pioneered that, oh, like, yeah? like, two years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the first people to do it. Um, so, it's, so let me explain, explain what it is, because you're looking at me like I'm crazy from yeah. Shake IPA. So they use uh, lactose sugar, and then okay. when they uh, when they let it settle or, or sit, it sits on vanilla beans. So it has this little bit of hint of sweetness in the background, and it's got that smooth mouthfeel like a, like a milk stout does. Um, but then it's got like, you know, all the hops or whatever you expect out of a really good clean IPA. And it's just amazing how good it is. So, I think I've had one. You'd be into it. I think Idle Hounds had one that they put, it was an IPA that they put lactose in. Is Probably. that pretty much the same thing? Probably that's, similar. That's, that's, exa- that's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. You can go to what, 18, Terrace Bar, 1830. Yeah. Or a craft bar. I know craft bar has got a strawberry one on right now. Yeah. Uh, Porsche bar has a, uh, I think it's tangerine or orange, like orange, like it's like a dream. It's cycle. like a dream cycle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
They're, they don't taste sweet. They're, you know, it's not milky, yeah. but it, it is cloudy. Some candy. Yeah, cloudy. yeah, okay. I think I've had it. And uh, dude, you'd be into it. Yeah. They're good. It's like a, it's like a silky IPA. I'm so out of the beer game, man. Yeah, but so like that that beer is so good. The, and and they have uh, the one of my favorites by them is called Alien Church, and it's one, like hazy juicy IPA. So I've been really into the hazy juicies right now. They're so good. They are so good. That snowball that I had at uh, Urban South. Uh, in New Orleans, it was that's what it's called. It's called Snowball. It was a, ju- a hazy juicy IPA. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's like they took all the best parts of the IPA, and that's all you're left with. You don't have the like crappy bitter back of your mouth. You want to vomit taste. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll still drink regular IPAs, but these ones are like, man, man, this, this, this makes is me all, want beer. This is all the good part. And of I'm the hung. IPA. I'm hungover. <laughs> I'm hungover right now. Normally, it sounds awful, but sitting here talking about it. I could, I want, a, I want a beer, man. I've got some. <laughs> My landlord came by yesterday for the, the landlord of this building came by yesterday, just knocked on my door. And uh, I have a. Which we're also above a craft beer bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's closed right, right now, so all of their beer is in this back room. <laughs> <laughs> and he just knocks on my door. It's like 2 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like right in the middle of a work day. He knocks on my door. He's like, here you go, man. And like, he's like, they're expired, but you'll like them. <laughs> and I, said, I said, okay. And he just like, just put bottles of beer and he's like drinking one. And I think like he wanted me to have a beer with him, <laughs> but I'm like, yo, I mean, this is my own business, but still like, I don't, it's not a regular thing for me to start slamming IPAs at three in the afternoon. Well, you so. know, Hey, even, even in the air force, you can have like up to one beer on your lunch break. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's something we all should adopt. Yeah, yeah. What what are the uh, what are the prudes call it? The two martini lunch, the three martini lunch, <laughs> something like that. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. It's like a figure of speech, right? Well, yeah, because it was like the like Mad Men days. You'd yeah. Your, your lunch break, and you just end up getting smashed. Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yes, I have. My favorite scene is is that Matthew McConaughey when they go to their first lunch. What's he like now? Bring us what, two martinis, and then. Five minutes later, bring us two more. <laughs> and then, it, dude, it's so hilarious. That whole movie is hilarious. Now, I will say, whatever you do, don't download that on your iPad to watch on an airplane. Because I did that, and the very first scene is Leo <laughs> blowing, blowing, blowing cocaine coke. into a girl's butt. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I have I have this older woman sitting next to me, and I'm, like, shielding the iPad, like, putting my leg up, my arm, and that. Finally, I was just like, there's no way. There's no way I, I can watch this That's movie. Awesome. That movie has so many great scenes. There's so many great scenes. When he talks about how how he went to the something through the phases of a quaalude, and he's like, I, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Right. And he's like, and then I went straight to the cerebral palsy stage. <laughs> and tried to get in the car and shit. And God, nothing works. I saw that movie um, right when I started managing Continuum. Uh, when uh, Jess was dating Posey. Me and Kelby and her and Posey went and saw it. And they're, they're pretty straight-laced. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like ten minutes into that, like they're both, they both just look horrified at this movie. <laughs> I can and meanwhile, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> you know? like, this is great. Like, let's give me my autobiography in the next ten <laughs> yeah. years. I need Continuum to take off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is the thing, though, man. If I ever had success or, or wealth like that, I'm, I'm just, I've never really been into hard drugs. 
it's never been my thing. That's right. Like, like you can just, I can count on, on one hand of most, most of the times I've, it, it's definitely been experimental mm. and not like, you know, just turn into a cokehead or something like that. Yeah. I, there, dude, there's still people that like, I know from like my days, like the people I hung out with in my early twenties, that'll still like, still get like eight balls on the weekend and shit yeah. and throw down. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it's like, yeah, don't you have productive yeah, yeah. you have a ki- you have kids yeah. <laughs> right. you have children mommy and daddy are out doing blow blow cave <laughs> right I, I see those same people sometimes i'm 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 a bit younger than he is and i see some of these people i'm like you've got to be and they're you know we're always older than us mm-hmm. like, you're you're 40 right that will literally give you a heart attack right now yeah <laughs> yeah uh that lady um what was her name? Robbie, Sh- Robbie Schrock, I believe. Will you look it up, man? She was the, uh, she was the head of the bands on the beach at Pensacola oh, beach. Okay. And she got pulled over and she had a bunch of blow. Like, and, uh, she got out of it. Wow. Somehow. I oh, think she, the dude she called that lawyer from out in, uh, our, our dude, old David J. <laughs> I wonder if did. No, that's, no. he practices in, in Alabama. <laughs> Who, Hallie, what's her name? Uh, it's like Robbie R O B B I E Schrock S like S H R O C K or something like that. Um, she's like on the she does bands on the beach at in Pensacola. But anyway, she somehow like got to keep her job and everything. Hmm. But I I think it was a significant amount because it it made pretty big news. And to think that people are still locked up for marijuana. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, if this is if this is who it is, it was fucking hash oil. <clears throat> Oh, maybe that's a different arrest then. Apparently, she likes to party. Yeah. Yeah, she had like a weed. <coughs> no, keep reading. There's a, there was a, there were hard drugs involved. For sure. Unless that's a different arrest. <laughs> <laughs> this is April two thousand seventeen. I don't know. No, it says like. Um, there was half of a pill. That was it. That's all. Hmm. It just as a weed. It's, just, it's a weed pen. I might pen be mistaken. Half. Unless she got arrested again. Well, that's the first one. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have you done drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I have not done an illegal substance. That would. <laughs> That would jeopardize. That would negatively affect my ability to do my job. Yeah, actually, you know, that's it's kind of funny because being a musician, and uh, you know, I do run sound and I run a festival and all this stuff, and working for the government, you know, I I can't get myself into that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because there'd be no way I'd have a job. So, you know, it's nuts the amount of illegal substances that I turn down every single year because, you know, there's no way I'm giving my job up yeah, for, you're around for it. that. Yeah. Yeah. And all the time. All the time. Yeah. Like, you know, nuts. Like, you know, we uh, in New Earth Army, we opened up for the revivalists and they're like, hey, guys, you want to come back in our van and toke and all this stuff? And we're like, I, I'd love to, man. <laughs> David, yeah, that's when you just say yes. I'd love to, David Shaw. <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't. Yeah. What, man, about, what about in the circus days? The same thing, man. You, you know, when when you know that you're... Circus kids don't do blow cane? Well... Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> in the Grand Cayman, homie. Bullshit. 
No, no. Well, that was that was a school related function, so <laughs> we, we could have got kicked out of school for that. God, you're so pro. You're such a professional. So pro. You're such a man. I was thinking the other day. Um, I've been considering, like, my life's gonna look different in 2019 than it has the last four years with, uh, with the band and everything. So I've been. Is that because you got new glasses? Yeah, and it's because I'm getting old and my vision's mm. turning to shit. That makes sense. That's another story. I went to get my eyes checked, and he was like, how does that look? And I was like, awful. He's like, that's your eyes in five years. I was like, okay, I'm legitimately terrified. Like, this is, that's this is crazy. That's what to say to you. Why yeah. they say that to you? To start wearing glasses now. I think mm. it'll it'll make the muscle get a little bit of light, more life See, out of weird, it. See, that's weird, and I don't understand it, because I've had the same prescription in my eyes since I was probably in, like, ninth grade mm. yeah see mine is uh it, it, it gets worse and worse as far as i understand mm. i don't know that sucks yeah so something to look forward to <laughs> yeah so vision what was I saying vision is one of those strange things i mean where... mine's bad mine's, mine's a negative 6.75 like it's fucking horrible like I'm, well, I'm well maybe blind. that's why because it can't get any worse can't get any... <laughs> <laughs> they're like pretty much one day you're just gonna wake up it's gonna be black yeah i, just, I, was, I thought i was like very high but i'm like <coughs> halfway there i think it gets up to like 14 or 15 mm. it's like holy shit because i can't see anything like if i didn't have my contacts and nothing i mean nothing mm. it was just all blur yeah because i guess if they were really really bad we'd be able to see the thickness of your <laughs> concept contact lenses from here <laughs> but sorry you said that you're no just 2019 is gonna look a little different and uh, it looks like i'm gonna start doing a little more work on the um like, like doing some video production stuff and all that. Oh, very cool. I'm going to team up with uh, with some other people and start a new company, like basically a new company. And uh, it's looking pretty it's looking pretty promising now. But anyway, they do a ton of work with the Revivalists. So I'd, I'd oh, assume I'll probably cool. be working with those guys. Heck yeah. Um, pretty soon. Like they just did their Bonnaroo video. They did their Halloween video. Like all that stuff. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes. But it's nice to have like, uh, it's like, it's terrifying. But it's like, I haven't had a... I was looking at like getting a job, like applying. Like I, I, I spent like a week like redoing a, my resume. Like a real job? Yeah, like a marketing job for a, a company or something like that. And then I, I, like just every time I think about it, I, I don't think I could ever do it again. I don't think I could ever be in that Monday through Friday nine don't to five. Don't do it. I, I don't think I could, man. Don't do it. <laughs> like I'd rather. I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather be poor. You know. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that if you do it, you'll get to a point where they're paying you too much not to do it, yeah. and then you'll just be stuck and you'll be trapped. Yeah. Some of the jobs I were looking at, you know, 80, 90K, <laughs> 80, 90K a year, and I met all the qualifications. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and turn this in. And then, like, I would start to write, like, the cover letter and the email. I was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, this is silly. Like, I'd get halfway through the interview and be like, nah. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm good. Now I'm good. Yeah. Or I'd say like, I'd say the F word one too many times in the interview and they'd be like, dude, you can't talk like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, but, but anyway, man, you have, you, you, you have to understand that too, because you see it from both sides. You're in the entertainment industry where there are no rules. It's the right. wild, wild West, man. You right. can say whatever you want. You can, we have contracts to save our asses. Right. But aside from that, it's, it's it's chaos it's insane it is it's it's a weird thing to be a part of it's a, it's very strange um but and but like the i don't know man i'm super proud of the revivalists too cuz even though they aren't like you know you got to open for them they played at funky blue shack oh you yeah you know like they I, and that I, is awesome yeah yeah i feel like they're kind of part like they're we're almost on the team 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Does that make sense? He, I think David Shaw yeah. could pick me out of a crowd. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what he'd pick me for, but I think he probably could pick me. Yeah. But but I mean, two number ones. They yeah. Got now sell out Red Rocks. That's awesome. Like, uh, man, houses with pools and shit. You know, like <laughs> things are on up and up. Yeah. Yeah, they they have a super that super high level management. They have the best of everything now. Right. They have the best booking agent in the world. They have the best they have the best talent management in the world. You know, and when they first signed their contract, um, that dude they're on Creed's the label that Creed was on. Mm. Did you know that? No. Yeah, they and they signed when they signed with them. They signed a five album deal, and I was like, at first I was like, why would you do that? Why would you sign five? Like they got you. Like your career, the next twenty years. You're on that label. Well, okay. now you have the longevity. You put out two albums. You're already a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You got three more to go. You're living it. You're like all your worries are, are taken care of. Yep. Cause they got you. Cause yeah. as long as you're making money for them, they're happy. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I can't imagine that. You imagine getting a five album deal, like a half a million dollar advance on your album. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice. <laughs> that'd be pretty nice. I think I'd like to be that manager. So if anybody that's in that situation is looking for a bassist, um, you can email me or find me on Facebook. I was talking with uh, with Steve Rennie, who's Incubus' manager, and mm-hmm. he said that um, the deal that he br- that he got them was for twenty million dollars. <laughs> can you imagine your your fifteen percent on that? <laughs> like, okay, there's my three mil. I'm I'm good. Yeah, alleviated. Pretty- it's pretty solid. Worries are alleviated. Oh, now you want me to be the president of Epic Records? Sure. I'll I'll take your salary too. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So much money in that shit, dude. But uh but anyway, um we're we're gonna I feel I feel like you and I are gonna probably have some stuff coming up soon too, man. We can't talk yeah. about it too much on here, but, yeah, yeah, but I think but so. I, I think it's finally to a point to where uh, like everything's kind of aligning and I think we have the time. Um I think we definitely have the you know I think the team that we're putting behind it is going to be pretty, pretty oh, yeah. on point too, man. So I, I really want to, um, I really want to do it. Like, let's, okay. let's do it. You know, Good. like we're talking about doing a big are you, festival. Are you man. proposing? Yeah. What the fuck yeah. Are, you are you proposing yeah. to me? Well, we've been talking about doing a big festival. Cause for if a you while. are, the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. <clears throat> I can't get pregnant though. No, I'm all right. With just that. mess up my shit. <laughs> I don't want you messing up that rocking hot body. The <laughs> 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 childbearing hips. <clears throat> oh god the vision of jared with childbearing hips just came into my mind so, and it's not pretty yeah He's got yeah they're there <laughs> um yeah shane who who would be the we're gonna do a festival we're gonna basically put yeah, we talk, yeah, our yeah. powers combined we've been talking about it for a long time mm-hmm. and uh i i think i think too i think i think it'll happen in 2019 that's the great thing about this podcast too because i can't just say whatever i want because this shit makes mm. me accountable Mm-hmm. So, so when I when I have to like re-listen to some episodes for whatever, like if if someone said something that really stuck to me, I'll go and re-listen to the episode, and uh, like like the things I say on here, I have to do. So, it's a it's a strange, it's a very strange way of holding myself well, you accountable. Gave us a year. You said 2019. Yeah, there you go. Get to work, dude. Yeah, November. Oh, I, no, I love this. So he's like. I think we're going to do something. There there might be a chance that we might do something. I'm not going to talk anything. I'm not going to say too much about it. I'm not going to say anything. About okay, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> who who would be your ideal headliner? Who do you think, if you if you, if you could have anybody, 
we could like come and play Dustin. Who would you want? Oh, I don't know. Who would you want to play? That's a, that's a weird, that's well, I mean, I think question. we already brought him up, right? I mean, the obvious answer is Creed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alter Bridge. Right? Yeah. What's his name? The singer for Alter Bridge was just in town. No. Like kidding. two weeks ago at Club LA. That Miles Kennedy, I believe his, his name is. So let's let's just take a second and talk about uh, some of the the talent that's going to come through the Pensacola area in the next year. Oh my God! I don't I don't know what happened to the booking <laughs> guy at the vinyl, but whatever and at LA, whatever whatever these guys caught, whatever contagion got into them, please bring more of it. It's a double their capacity almost. The vinyls, vinyl can, it, it was 500, they would do 550 every now and then. Oh, yeah, because they just renovated But it's 850 now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they, they, just, they just added that, that whole second level. <coughs> Fuck, we sound healthy. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, so the, I haven't been in there yet. My brother just went, though. But you, you're right, man. They've I, I've been so impressed. I sent him an email the other day just to tell him that I was that I was impressed with That's the work awesome. they've been doing. That's you know? awesome. I'm, I might do the same thing because I'm super impressed. I mean, they got lettuce coming. They got Spafford coming. They got, um, Lake street dives coming back. Yeah. They're, I the floozies coming too. the floozies and floozies coming. Papa Dozio. They've just done a very good job at being diverse in who they're booking. Yeah. And it's not this one fucking note. Right. Menu. And yeah. then, and I, I feel like LA is getting better too. I though. heard Blues Travelers coming to LA. LA. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's LA. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Coheed is coming to Club LA. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Blues Traveler live? Yeah, I saw him out of vinyl. Oh, awesome! John Popper, man, he's a beast. Yeah, they're fun, and their we bassist were, is sick. We had a good time. Wait, you went and saw Blues Traveler? Yeah, <laughs> vinyl, probably like two and a half years ago. I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How much for tickets? Uh, I don't know, fifteen bucks, twenty okay, bucks. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. If you May, they might have been more. No, they were for Blues Traveler. They were more because it was so, vinyl. I think it was. I think it might have been like a thirty-five dollar ticket, but nothing crazy. So this is the thing that kind of surprised me. Lake Street Dive. Don't get me wrong. They're good. They're up and coming. They got some really good tunes that are out. You on mean the LSD? <laughs> so, ticket tickets for that show, thirty bucks. Yeah. Tickets for Lettuce, twenty bucks. That just kind of surprised me. I guess hmm. maybe I maybe think it's, I, I think it's have, just uh, I think it's the genre, man. Yeah, maybe it's I just really have a hard stock on on lettuce, you know. Yeah, in that funk, in that jam funk scene, man, it's really tough for bands to to do more than a twenty dollar ticket. The only people that are doing more than twenty dollar tickets is like a, a Humphreys McGee. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like bands like that, very few can break out of there. Like I think the Papa Dojo tickets are under twenty bucks. Of course they are. Um, yeah, all those, all those, all those are. Yeah, that well, that crowd's not going to pay anymore. Which works out great for me. That's right. That just means I get to go to all the shows instead of just one. Yeah. But we talked about that uh, this past week. You you need that crowd there. If that crowd wasn't there, they wouldn't be able to do Mm. that. Right. So, yeah, you have to have those cheaper tickets. Right. They got a squanch, man. They don't have that kind of cheddar. Yeah. No, but I'm stoked. I mean, our whole crew is going to go see Lettuce. You know? I mean, this this is the closest that they've played in this area. I want to say it's February 17th. Yeah, February is a crazy. That's the crazy it's, month. It, yeah, that's that, when everyone's it, playing. It, Dude, and it's yeah. crazy. Yep, two-week span. It's yeah. uh, Lettuce, Floozies, and Spafford. And I think Papa Dose, too, mm. right? Yeah. I just saw Lettuce at um, uh, Voodoo. They were good, man. They are so good. Yeah, man. Every time I – dude, I've, I've hung out with Nigel a couple times, man. 
And that dude, that he's a madman. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He's wild. He's fun though. Right. Yeah. Who are you wanting for a headline on your festival in 2019 in November? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Maybe we'll put it up to vote. Yeah, we need to get that TDC money first, bro. That's right. <laughs> Although you got to be careful about having things go to vote, because then that's how you get naval ships called Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, I Which saw that. Phenomenal. <laughs> 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 um, you need it, man. I mean, does lettuce should... need any local support? <sighs> I wish. I know a funk band. Yeah, I know. That'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, February is crazy. Yeah, Griswold, Nico Case. Oh, there you go. Uh, Project fucking Pat. I just saw. I saw that they, they just added him. Like, yeah. A couple days ago. I wonder what that show looks like. Oh, I don't. I, it's called Cheese and Dope Tour. Oh, Cheese and Dope. <laughs> oh, Matt and Kim are playing right before Papadocio. They were a good show. Uh, yeah, that is a crazy. Yeah, show. she can wail. Yeah, Doctor Dog at the end. Dude, that's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, shit. Yeah, so, March 1st is... It's, everyone tours the southeast in the winter, though. That's yeah. why that happens. It's before festival season, right before then. Um, right after Christmas, they all take off. And no, who wants to tour in Chicago in, in, in the winter? Yeah, I'm not driving through that. That's dangerous. No shit, one does dude, that. Even more just, you want to go see Tank and the Bengas? Oh, yeah, Tank and the Bengas going to be there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, what Pensacola... Deluna Fest was good. They had some real huge I, tanks. I want to know why Deluna Fest failed. I think it was uh, the management of their finances, from what I understand. Why was it so poorly attended? I don't think it was. It was they, very poorly no, attended. No, no, the year no, I went, no. they, I'm telling you, they gave <laughs> buy one, get one tickets the no, day of. I, and I'm going to tell mm. you why. You don't remember that? The whole reason that they did that was because um, what band was supposed to play? Um... It, dude, it was somebody like Kid Rock, or or, or, or it, it was like that. Kind well, maybe of, that's why it was poorly attended. It was, hmm. it was that. It was that kind of uh, butt rock. It was something <laughs> like that. But it, I mean, like like a big name. They dropped uh, uh, he, whatever act that was. Either dropped like maybe not even a week prior, and all these people were like, "Fuck you." Like, yeah, but Pearl Jam was there. Right? Mm-mm. No, it was. Didn't still... Pearl Jam play Deluna? I'm pretty sure I'm Pearl sure Jam. They had, but that, not that year we went. When you, what yeah. you're talking about? That year was still big, dude. It was Big Boy, Cold War Kids, The Shins. I mean, like, Ghostland, like, Ghost dude. We, there was nobody there. Yeah. Hmm. I, it was it, like an intimate show and it was at because, a festival, and it was because of that. It was because of whoever dropped out that year. It was. It was. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they ended up giving like buy one get one tickets and shit. And even if you yeah. had and one, your you day bring, pass, bring your friend. Yeah, your day pass was only like 50 bucks, so for right. two people could get in for mm-hmm. 25 bucks. Yeah. I, mean, I remember whoever dropped out, we were like, dope. <laughs> like, yeah, who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah, that was BP money, though, right? Didn't they get BP money? Isn't that, that why they did that? That was a little BP money, yeah. Could have been. So maybe that's why it stopped. Yeah. Who knows, man? I, I still... What was that, like 2011? I think it was like the last one. It's all. I kind of feel like it's also just. It's exactly what Hangout is, right? And just Hangout had the name first. Hangout was there, right? Um, even though it was spaced apart enough. I mean, shoot, the first year that we had uh, New Earth Army formed, um, I ended up getting nine promo tickets to Hangout Fest. 
the uh, the first one? Um, I think it, it wasn't the first one. It must have been 2011 or something like that. Primus played. Yeah, I was at uh, that one. Yeah. yeah, 2011. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, but I mean, that just kind of shows you. It's like, I don't think that you can get promo tickets now. No. Like that. No. No. I'm, dis- I'm, I'm highly disappointed in the lineup. Yeah. But they'll still sell it out. Doesn't matter to them. No, that's right. Numbers are numbers. That's right. Yeah, and I remember, I mean, if we... <sighs> And if, especially back then, if we didn't get those tickets for free, we probably weren't going mm-hmm. just because the price of the tickets, then you got to get the hotel and oh, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it was like money on top of money on top of money, Yeah, you know? And then once you got there, your only options are buying food and drinks there. And I mean, we still spent so much money and our tickets were free. Man, I have never seen anything like the artist area back there. It was like heaven. And like, I didn't feel like I was... Oh, really yeah. there it was like out of body you know what right. i'm saying like oh there's there's lenny fucking kravitz that's awesome, <laughs> like, that's awesome. eating fucking crab legs you know or whatever uh it was it's just bizarre everywhere you look is just oh there's britney alabama shakes hey what's up how are you doing today <laughs> and you're just out there and then they have whatever you want man like anytime you want to go eat you just go eat and it's all great it's all top of the line food they had to have spent um and you don't have to walk in the sand they bring in sod, and they saw the, the the sand waves, so you don't have to walk in the sand. You walk on the grass That's a to wherever thing. you're going, dude. It's it was bizarre. It was it was, I don't know, man. Like that several times, I would look at Kelby and I'd be like, "Is this really? Is this really happening?" It was like Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park canceled. Oh. That was the big like, and there was Sunday, and so no one wanted to fucking go like Friday mm. or Saturday because all they wanted to do was go to Sunday, so they didn't buy the passes because all the other one was like super. I mean, it was dope music I mean we think it would be like it was like Ghostland Girl Talk Weezer Diplo like you know all this but all these cats wanted to see Linkin Park Linkin Park and uh they were like fuck it yeah welcome to Rockville (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude that was a good fucking lineup I don't don't yeah it it was the lineup was insane it almost didn't feel like it was a a thing yeah but I don't I just don't understand pornographers like dude holy shit But anyway, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see how that that stuff. Uh, it's such a weird thing, man. And now, like, Wani's gone. You think they're coming back? So now's nah, the time. I don't, now's the time. I don't November know. 2019. <laughs> I don't know. Get your early birds right now. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to the WIMT <laughs> website. Type in promo code <laughs> WIMT for ten percent off early bird. <laughs> Super ultra head honcho VIP. <laughs> Only five thousand dollars. Yeah. That that new Netflix that uh documentary about Firefest just came out. I haven't watched Ooh. it yet. Yeah. It just came out. I haven't watched it yet. I got I'm, I'm oh, waiting man. for that one. There's so much good T V that I just I can't I have like I'm backed up to like ten things to watch. Hmm. And then I just started watching The Man in the High Castle. You seen that shit? No. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, but I haven't been able it's to. It's if, uh, if Nazis won. Yeah, if, yeah. If, yeah. It's crazy. The Continental Divide separates uh, Japan, the whole West Coast, and Germany has. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That's nuts. I'm like three or four episodes in. I definitely want to watch the Fire Festival documentary. Yeah. Just, I, I uh, remember Miss Maisel, season two of Miss Maisel yeah, just came out. Excited about that one, too. Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah, I've I've been hooked on a lot of the Marvel series, and now they're all getting canceled. 
<laughs> oh yeah? yeah, I haven't watched any of them. Yeah, well, oh, they are. I didn't well, now they're all they getting are. canceled. So what? don't. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I think it has something to do with uh, with everything Marvel moving to Disney eventually. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know <laughs> Disney's going to have their own streaming thing soon because you know you got to feed the mouse. No. Oh, you think they'll have their own? Uh, like Netflix almost? 100%. That's what's in the works. A lot of people yeah. They're, they're slowly going to start pulling everything from Netflix and every other streaming uh, like system. Like C- CBS does. I, I, I actually pay for that. I'm CBS All Access or whatever. Yeah. Um, DC Comics has their own thing. Like, hmm. I pay for that too. Pretty soon you're going to be paying more to stream than you'd pay if you just had cable. Oh, I'm already paying more. Right People now. are going to start, Absolutely. instead of cut the cable, they're going to say, reconnect the cable. It's gonna be the new way. Mm-hmm. Hurry oh, wow. up! Hurry up and call up your cable provider now before it's the cool thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm about to get rid of mine now that football season's over. Almost. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the. The only reason I have Directv right now is so I can have the Sunday ticket. Because mm. I'm a Lions fan, so their games are never on. Oh yeah. And because they're bad. Yeah. See, so, I, see, my brother-in-law has it, and so I have his password, and so I stream it. From Sunday to you know what that's what I I'll, that's what I'll do next year is I'll have I'll have the cost with my dad I, there I, you go I, I use, do I that use my man dad's, I use my dad's shit for like all of my stuff like ESPN and all that yeah learn questionable ways to save money yeah, <laughs> yeah. on this podcast <laughs> yeah whatever this is whatever it means to you well Ooh. shit Flato what else man you want to talk about anything else well I mean you said you said the football season so I have to at least give a little praise right now to the fact that out of my three dynasty uh, fantasy football leagues, I've made it into the championship in two out of three. Wow. So I'm guaranteed at least Congratulations. a nice fat check right now. And yeah. if I win both of these, I get a, a really nice one, which means my fantasy football is going to be paid for for at least the next like five years, which yeah. is awesome. You probably have a separate account for that, huh? Uh, not <laughs> yet, but I might need one after this. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Yeah, good good for you. Yeah, let me tell you, I totally limped in because uh, Cam Newton sucked terribly yesterday. So thank you, Cam, for being terrible. As a Bucks fan, I hate you, and I'm glad to see you flounder. Yeah, man, I thought that was going to be like 35 to 28. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Drew Brees, no touchdown passes. Yeah. I'm over fantasy, dude. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm out of both my. I made the playoffs in both my leagues. There you go. But I'm out. In both my leagues. There you go. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's a payout for third place in either one of them either. So, there's no mm-hmm. point in me trying to get third. Nope. You could always go on the waiver wire and just block people from trying to make moves. <laughs> oh, you're in the championship and you need to pick up this guy because your running back got injured. The, Too well, bad, I got him. The, <laughs> what the guy I was playing, I was already. Um, I was already going to get beat because three, I had three players get a total of zero points. My kicker got minus five. Was Keenan Allen one of them? Um, yeah. Yeah, yep. because he was on yeah. my team too. Yeah, and Keenan Allen went out. And then um, uh, the Houston running back, uh, Lamar Miller, went yep. out the first quarter yep. too in playoff week. So, so, like, so two of my guys went out. So let me tell you how terrible this uh, semifinal game was that finished up last night in our league. So the – Average, like, good week is about 150, 160 points. My highest score for the, the year in that league was 195 points. Mm. Going in the game yesterday, we were tied 69.5 apiece. Wow. 
by the end of the game, I had Alvin Kamara, and he had uh, Cam Newton and Ian uh, Thomas, the mm-hmm. tight, the tight end. end for the yeah. I won eighty-eight to seventy-eight. There you go. Like literally scored like half the amount of points that we did all season long in the freaking semifinals. What a trash about garbage matchups. game. Shane has the most points against. He was complaining about it, but at lunch, I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I mean, it's got to happen to somebody, dude." You I'm know? glad like, that I could bring up a relevant conversation. Though. I'm glad <laughs> to open up that wound with my joy. Because let me tell you, my team sucked, and I limped into the playoffs. Are you gonna hedge your bet? What do you mean with your with the guy you're playing? You mean am I gonna hedge your bet? Um, are you gonna say, "Hey, let's just call it split it"? Yeah, let's call it. Let's walk with five hundred each, bro. Let's get out of here. No, only you do that dumb shit. So my brother was talking <laughs> to me dumb. about That's it. That's not dumb. That's smart. My That's bro- the opposite. So, so this is what kills me, right? So my brother, he like when, when we're setting up these dynasty leagues, he's like, nah, man, winner take all. That's that. That's the way to go, winner take all. And so I'm talking to him. He's like, yeah, man, uh, you know, now at the end of the season, so 13 weeks later, 14 weeks later, he's like, yeah, man, I'm in the championship. I'm going to call the guy up and see if he just wants to split the pot. I'm like, dude, you said winner take all is the way to go. And the first thing you want to do is split the pot. Come on, man. That's yeah. Bullshit. Well, hey, didn't we didn't we do something like that? We did like 30-70, right? We did that, yeah. Yeah. He and I played in the finals one year and we did th- like 30-70. Yeah. 30-70 yeah. split. So you, there's still, you still want to win. Yeah. Uh, but you still get something. Yeah. If you yeah, don't. No, I, I get you. So, I mean, you know, in ours we still have payouts for second place are pretty mm-hmm. good. So. It's about that split, so, I mean, you get like an extra. I don't. Know, I don't know what we do for our payout. I think second place just gets their money back. Yeah, in our league, we do weekly payouts too, so right. it's not a huge end. In in that particular league, it's not a huge like a end of the year. Bucks. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so I've been addicted to listening to Sirius XM, uh, Fantasy Football Radio. Has all, it helped all, you all season long? I, maybe through osmosis. I don't know. <laughs> No, I'm, I, I purposely don't read or listen to any of that shit. I won't. So I'll sit there. I'm like, I'm fucking Wednesday night. Like, just, uh, what kind of do I use? Fuck it. It's not going to matter. Well, so in, in one of my leagues, I have George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, and it's a dynasty league, so I have them both for their careers. <laughs> can you start two tight ends? I sure can. Yeah, that's that's Kittle was who I was telling you about today. Yeah, the guy I played, I had him beat. And I was like, last oh, he week. just has Kittle left last week. He just has Kittle who put yeah. up 30 something. <laughs> 36 points. <laughs> I, did, I had never heard of Kittle. I had never heard of him. Oh, yeah. I was like, who's this Kittle from San Francisco? Oh, I got this. Cool. I won. He, I thought I won. He's going to be the next Travis Kelsey. And then I looked and I was like, who is Kittle from San Francisco who has 30 points in the first half? Like, what is good? This has to be a mistake. Well, I mean, he has the stud Nick Mullins throwing to him. Mm hmm undrafted free agent out of whatever college yeah so yeah crazy man (laughs) fantasy football where nothing none of your decisions really matter because it's all random yeah for sure for sure well congratulations man i hope you win big money thanks for uh coming by we've been trying to get you on for uh over a year yeah no. (laughs) like we were saying before i don't think i think we were talking before this uh, when Shane and I f- were, were kind of developing this before we started doing it, I made a list of, of guests, and you were on the initial list, man. So, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you can finally cross off that initial list and, and move forward with your life. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been keeping you up at night, so this is yeah. great. It's, it's, it's really a win-win for both of us. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, thanks for uh, 
Thanks for dealing with me today, man. I was on the struggle bus for sure. I went, I went for a bicycle ride last night and halfway through my friend Posey hit me up and he's like, Hey, I'll, I'll go ride with you. So I went, picked him up, started riding. He's like, I was like, man, you know what always makes me feel better? Like I was having, like I was kind of upset yesterday. You know, you just have bad days sometimes. Yeah, he's just like, course. oh, whatever. He's like, man, McGuire's always makes me feel better. And he's like, me too. <laughs> and I was like, let's go to McGuire's. And their Christmas ale is delicious, oh. but it sits at 9%. Mm. And I had three. Wow, there you go. And usually we usually were... their beers aren't like out there that much, you know? So that's pretty, mm. that's pretty cool that they're doing that. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, it's not cool. And they go down. <laughs> it's like drinking barley wine. Yeah, but it's still five bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that is very it's, cool. It's, it, they get you that, it's their Christmas ale, and that fucking millennial. Yeah, millennium. Yeah. Dude, every year they get you. They are. They're delicious. Yeah. And they're brutal. Mm. <laughs> the game's like 11. Is it, is it that dude, high? It is something stupid. Like, and wow. it doesn't taste like it. Because, you know, usually you get that, like, syrupy, like, right. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not like that. Dude, and they for their bands, <laughs> they do they give each band a $100 bar tab. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even trios. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you want them crawling out of here. I know. It's, well, it's so they don't mind that loadout. Right. Yeah, yeah well, that, uh, Mount McGuire. The, those diesel fuels are only 10 bucks, so you load up on 10 diesel fuels. I mean, they already put you at a limit of two of them for a person, so five-piece band, that's your whole bar tab. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, so we did – I had a few pints there, and then I decided I was gonna we were going to go ride on the harbor, and I ended up at Boathouse of all places and just saw a bunch of people. Rochambeau was playing. Of course. I haven't seen Rochambeau in years. And uh, – the nostalgia set in. Of course. So, <laughs> so it's like, so, I feel pretty good. I'm having a pretty good time. I'm going to order Jaeger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I That's didn't. That's a Rochambeau's did, drink. Yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. And then you have to hold the cup yeah, like cup that. Up, yeah, you, you, the, gotta, you cut the, the shot. The, the, the pinky under the... That's right. That's the only place I'll actually shoot straight Jaeger. Fucking do uh, on Monday. There you go. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a real epidemic, folks. It's not going to happen again for me, man. That was a <laughs> That was a holiday thing. So well, the holidays are just upon us. My I never, friend. I never mean oh. to go down there. I'll, I'll sometimes I'll, I'll like after work. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go for a beer on Monday. Like if I got trivia done early or something like that, and you're sitting up there like Red Door or whatever having a beer, and you're like, well, that's Rochambeau playing. Yeah, let's uh, let's, go, <laughs> let's go say hey to Jim. That yeah, never fucking turns out good. Yeah, man. I only I had a I just ordered a whiskey, and I hadn't seen the, the particular bartender that was working that night in a long time. And her and I were really good friends. And so she just looks at me and just fills the whole cup up and like puts it in front of me. So I start drinking it. And then before I know it, like 10 minutes later, it's gone already. And I was like, that's not okay. Wow. Like we gotta, we gotta start making plans now. Right. Cause, the the next, cause, yeah, Cause the next 30 minutes aren't going to go so good. And uh, I woke up with some picture messages from my wife. Apparently I left my bike outside Oh. And it, like it's a nice bike too. Like oh. it's, it's if anybody knew anything about bikes, they'd have been like, I'm, st- I'm taking that and make some money. I'm surprised bike. you made it home on your bike. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. He carried it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone. Lo- no. No. So- someone at the someone somewhere on that boathouse put put my bike in the back of their truck and got me home. <laughs> but like, like my helmet was just in the corner, like of the open garage. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm in trouble. Yeah, probably. 
but this but this podcast keeps me accountable. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You're so. admitting wrongs. I'm admitting wrongs to yeah, it's all, like a th- all these listeners. Yeah, this has turned into a therapy session. That's yeah. right. Flato. Well, I'm glad I could help you out, Jared. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Uh, man, you're one of my favorite people ever. It's always a pleasure uh, you, talking with you, man. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, have a good Christmas. I bet Piper is fucking stoked. Yeah, is she going to get some good shit? Yeah, man. Yeah, Santa likes her this year, yeah, huh? Yeah, Good. All the Barbie. All the pink stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, thanks for coming in, dude. You're welcome anytime, man. We'll do it again soon. Sounds great, man. Later. Bye. Don't.